Michael Show. We continue on in the uh, final hour of the program. We'll see if we hear anything as uh, everybody anticipates some kind of, uh, you know, cryptic words coming from Aaron Rodgers. But uh, as he said last week, he tries not to be cryptic. He's just trying to be honest. And I thought he was pretty honest last week. So I'm good with that. Good with that. Uh, this portion of the program brought to you by our friends at Curly's Waterfront Pub and Grill. Curly's, uh, fantastic place on Pewaukee Lake. So if you're looking for a good place to go, they do so many different events. Uh, they really do. They got meat raffles. Uh, it was uh, the, the Taco Tuesday yesterday with free darts. Uh, or no, today, coming up with free darts, as a matter of fact. Taco Tuesday today. Uh, they had wings and such yesterday. But if you're looking for a good place to go, uh, coming up, they've got, uh, like I mentioned, the meat raffle. They're going to have the games on, game on. For the uh, the big game, and uh, so so many good so many good things happening over at Curly's Waterfront Pub and Grill. That's Curly's Waterfront Pub and Grill on Pewaukee Lake, and uh, good people over there. Ryan and his staff are fantastic. Uh, this is from our friend David, who says, uh, "Hey Bill, um, with all the Aaron Rodgers talk, are we missing the boat? Do we really have enough defense to back up what the offense could possibly do? Should Rodgers play?" Uh, at full strength. If Rodgers gets back to being Aaron Rodgers, do we really feel that there's enough defense there to win a Super Bowl? The question would be, and that, let me let me pause for a minute, okay? Because the question would be this. Do you feel that with what they have defensively, and if you get that kind of second-year leap, so, so to speak, from Quay Walker, from Devontae Wyatt, you know, uh, Engabari played pretty well in a backup role. If Stokes comes back and, and plays the way he did going back to his rookie year because the, the sophomore slump obviously overtook him, so now he's got to bounce back. Having Stokes, Jair, Rasul, all those guys in the secondary, if that all comes back and plays kind of the way we think. This is why I said earlier today, that I don't necessarily think it's going to be the talent on the field. I think this is where Gutekunst, at the end of the year presser, separated himself and said, look, I think we have enough talent here to win. I think we have enough talent to win, which basically means the coaching screwed us. Either injuries or coaching, and you didn't have enough mass injuries on your defensive front for you to warrant some of the way your team played uh, at least through the first two-thirds of the season. But if you fi- kind of figured out Savage as the season went along, you know, you'll have Stokes back, Rasul Douglas back, um, see what you do with Rudy Ford, see what you, you know, obviously Jair's back, Rashawn Gary back. I mentioned Engabari uh, playing pretty well. Uh, you'll have Barnes back behind Quay Walker. You'll still have guys like Isaiah McDuffie behind Devondre Campbell, Preston Smith, Jerron Reed, you know. So if you go in all that direction with what you have, and then fortifying it through the draft with additional draft choices. Do you feel this defense the way it is? If the offense would play to what we thought its capability would be or get to that level, do you feel this team has enough defense to fortify the offense to put them deep into the postseason? Uh, Brett says the defense needs a defensive tackle, two edge rushers, two safeties, and another corner. You feel that they don't have edge rushers? Rashawn Gary and Preston Smith, that they're not not good enough? They're not Bosa, I'll give you that. 
But I thought for what they did and how they played, I thought they played pretty well. And you also statistically look, because this is going to be the up year for Preston Smith, you look statistically for the up year for Preston Smith, Devondre Campbell to kind of have that that bounce back year, right? You hope that Devontae Wyatt, Quay Walker, they take that sophomore leap instead of the sophomore slump. Stokes comes back. You know, I don't want to sit here and talk myself into it, but you're talking about a lot of ifs, which every team talks about at the beginning of the season. But for the Packers, I think it holds true. If all of that plays out, then, yeah, this defense should be markedly better. That's why I go back to, is Joe Barry the guy? Is Joe Barry the guy? And going back to Rashawn Gary, um, I don't think Rashawn Gary comes back till middle of October, maybe, something like that. Elton Jenkins came back pretty quick. So, Brett, when you say, you know, with the history of ACLs, the only there's only been one ACL that has kept anybody off the field for a long period of time, and that was David Bakhtiari because Elton Jenkins was back sooner rather than later. He came back sooner than most people thought. Bakhtiari was a unique, was a unique case. But that's the, that, to me, is the question. Because if you, you, you know, chances are you're not going to have Lazard, most likely. Cobb is an if, maybe a coin flip, which leaves you Watson, Dobbs, and Torre. Then what? That's what I'm saying. You've got to find another veteran wide receiver and then draft again, right? Draft again. And then it's whatever falls to you in the draft. If you get a wide out, great. If you get a good tight end, even better. Even better. I think your offensive line's okay. You can take depth. You can never have too much depth. But I think your offensive line's okay if you keep Bakhtiari. I don't think you're that far off. But I would add to that, that, uh, that tight end room. There's nothing there that's dynamic. Josiah Aguara. It was a nice thought, but you, you haven't used him, and it really hasn't worked out. Mercedes Lewis, terrific locker room guy, blocker, but you know you're not. You want a tight end to be dynamic. You don't want a tight end to be a blocker. You know, but keep keep your keep a fullback for that if you need one. Eight seven seven eight six seven sixteen seventy. Uh, good. That's a good question. That's a good question. Uh, Aaron Rodgers was the discussion on Good Morning Football. Jamal Williams, remember him, the former running back for the uh, for the Packers, drafted the same year as Aaron Jones. He had this to say about Aaron Rodgers. Several seasons, his future right now, it looks like it's in Green Bay, but it could be elsewhere. You're, you're just lay of the land, you're sta- state of the nation. Green Bay Packers and Aaron Rodgers, how do you see that thing right now, and where do you see that going forward? Mm. I don't know why. I just feel my boy is going to go to the Jets. To the Jets. You feel you know? like that? And, I, you know, I think once he Jordan Love finally get, you know, his time to mm-hmm. just shine and show us mm-hmm. what he's worth. You know what I mean? So, <gasps> yeah, let A-Rod go to the Jets. You know, have fun, do his thing. You play- now, remember, Jamal Williams has to face Aaron Rodgers twice a year. So he's saying, let him go to the Jets, let him go do his thing, and let or- Jordan Love have, have the, the, the light to shine. 
I understand that because if indeed you believe Rodgers is going to come back and play well, then you don't want to face him in your division. You know? You you don't you don't want to face him if you don't have to. So yeah, let him go to the Jets. I'd probably say the same thing. I don't I don't think he has any depth of insight um to where he believes and has been told in any way, shape, or form that, you know, Aaron Rodgers is off to the Jets. I just think it's become the pop popular narrative. I just do. Eight seven seven eight six seven sixteen seventy. Phone lines are open, and uh, like I said, coming up here in just a little while, I know when uh, Rogers goes to the McAfee show, we'll, we'll talk about that, uh, if he has something interesting to say. Uh, I did want to make a mention of this, the the uh, trade deadline next week, and the rumor mill got hot, hot and heavy, uh, started over, to, to as they put it, to overflow with the potential trade targets. Uh, it's starting to get a little bit clearer picture of who are buyers and sellers coming up to the deadline. But no real big deals have been done as of yet. As of yet. But the Suns have given the Bucks permission to talk with Jay Crowder, which would be a good get. And it should come to an end by the end of the trade deadline after the two sides uh, have agreed that he would remain away from the team while they found a suitable deal for him. Crowder hasn't played this season after reports surfaced during training camp that he was unhappy about losing his starting spot and the emerging role to Cam Johnson. And Crowder has drawn a lot of trade interest from several teams around the league, including Miami and Atlanta. Um, but the Bucks and Suns have reportedly been in some serious talks uh, for some time now on a trade for Crowder, which would include sending uh, Nora and George Hill, Serge Ibaka. Serge Ibaka's, you know, MIA. Um, in a second-round draft compensation to Phoenix. The two sides may look to expand the deal in hopes of the Suns getting a forward back in the trade from another team. So maybe they add another team into this mix. Crowder would fit perfectly with uh, the Bucks and uh, the you know play a, a little bit of defense <laughs> because they need it and would give them a boost in perimeter shooting as the Bucks rank just 16th right now from beyond the arc. And uh, there was some talk about Grayson Allen, but the Sun said thanks, but no thanks uh, in that sense. So uh, I did want to make a mention of that because as those things begin, to, I, I'd like the deal if Jay Crowder would come in, newly enthusiastic, uh, also bring that shooting prowess and and be put, uh, you know, not that it's a bad situation in Phoenix, but be put into a situation here where you're, again, well, a legitimate shot to win the East and possibly go in for an NBA Finals, it's it'd be a little bit of a shot in the arm, and maybe Budenholzer would rot- rotate him through a little bit more. They need him right now with uh, with Bobby Portis being down. Uh, so maybe they go in that direction. So we got about a week to go. We'll see if things really heat up or if they put another team into that trade mix before it's all said and done uh, and if the Bucks do indeed pull the trigger on that. It seems like uh, where there's a lot of smoke, there's some fire, but... You know, we've seen trade talks that have just kind of fizzled at the very end just because they couldn't make them work because in the NBA you got to trade numbers for numbers because they couldn't make the numbers work. So, um, you know, I'm kind of kind of holding my breath to see if they get that deal done, and that would, would be a nice addition for the Bucks. That, that's for damn sure. 877-867-1670, 877-867-1670. Uh, out of the email inbox, and uh, this is from Stuart, Stewart says, uh, no way I want to see Aaron Rodgers back in a Green Bay uniform. This past season proved that Father Time is catching up with him. The thumb was just an issue uh, that uh, held him back. But we all know the mentality of the quarterback 
held him back more so than anything. Not being on the same page with Matt LaFleur, you could see it with those two screaming at one another. They didn't scream at one another. Rodgers, a couple of times, kind of yelled at Matt for getting the calls in on time, and there was one time he came off the field and Matt was talking to him or he was yelling at Matt or whatever, but that it wasn't a screaming match. Uh, he says he has no respect for anybody in the organization, doesn't give a damn about the fans, took all the money, doesn't care about his legacy, just wants all the cash and all the accolades, and that's the reason he's so cryptic all the damn time. I'm done. Wash my hands of it. Bring on Jordan Love. If we fail, we fail. We'll move on from there, and in three more years, we'll pick up another first-round draft choice quarterback. Damn. You're just that sick of it. Okay. You have your right. No doubt about it. Uh, James says, uh, look at what MVS is doing in Kansas City. Why? Because Rodgers would not throw to him here. That's from Jim. Jim, appreciate the email. Appreciate the email. Um, Andrew. Unit, uh, I think the Packers brass has the right idea. Let Rodgers make the decision and then you figure out what your next move is going to be if they haven't already. I would assume that Russ Ball and Brian Gutekinds both have their vision in place, so they're just waiting for Rodgers to do the deal, and then we will see which direction they go. If they feel Rodgers is truly the best option to get another Super Bowl in the next year, then I think they're going to go in that direction. It's all about winning championships at Green Bay. It's not about the ego of the quarterback. Uh, if Jordan Love would, gives you the best chance to win a Super Bowl, then don't you think they would have moved on to him by now? Good email. Good stuff. Um, Matthew says, that is an edge rusher even valued in Joe Barry's defense? Of course it is. Of course it is. Why do you think they paid the money to Rashawn Gary and, and Preston Smith? You didn't have the big-time edge rushers this year because a lot of the time they just spent setting the edge. Preston Smith didn't, still got his number of sacks. And Gabari played pretty well. But it's not the same when you don't have a up-the-gut uh, Devondre Campbell and Rashawn Gary and Preston Smith crashing down from the outside. It's just not the same. That's it. Um, Mark says, MVS for $10 million, two D TDs in the season. Give me a break. Uh, he sure played really big after everybody else went down in the AFC Championship game, though. Don't think right now that they don't think that that $10 million is well spent. So there you go. We're going to step out, take a quick break, hang in there. we got a lot more to get to. Hey, our friends over at the ICHC, Irish Cultural and Heritage Center, ICHC.net, ICHC.net. And uh, you can go there, and if you're looking for a wedding venue, it's fantastic. If you're looking for some good... Uh, entertainment, Shane Hennessy's coming on February 11th. The Drowsy Lads on February 17th. Uh, they've got some more coming as well. But the Irish Cultural Heritage Center, a premier venue. It's right there on uh, Wisconsin Avenue in Milwaukee. Beautiful old stoic building. But if you go to the webpage, ICHC.net, ICHC.net, and uh, you can see this building, you can see the interior, You whether you want to for a wedding venue, whether you want it for a reception hall upstairs, they have meeting rooms, they have many different things. You want to put on a play, a performance, or anything like that, they rent it out. You can check in with them. Check in with our buddy Corey over there, ICHC.net. Cassie and Maggie are coming uh, Sunday, uh, February 26th. Uh, they've got J.P. Cormier and Dave Gunning coming in March. 
Uh, Lunasa is coming in March. They have so many good things coming up. So many good things coming up. Check it out for entertainment. Check it out for rentals. Get a hold of our buddy uh, Corey Webster over there. Give Corey a call. 414-345-8800. 414-345-8800. Give him a shout. More of the Bill Michael Show coming up next. Covering Wisconsin sports like a blanket, this is the Bill Michael Show on the Wisconsin Sports Zone Radio Network. Joining us, the Bill Michael Show, brought to you by the Four Seasons Island Resort. If you're looking for a new destination for a corporate meeting, maybe a conference, the Four Seasons Island Resort has over 10,000 square feet of banquet space. Good team building up there. Good team building. Lodging, catering, activities, all kinds of stuff. Call our girl Barb, 715-938-5110. That's 715-938-5110. Or... Take your sweetie uh, to the Four Seasons Island Resort for the Valentine's weekend. You can check out the, rom- the romance, pa- romance package on their website, thefourseasonswisconsin.com. And don't forget, we're going to be up there the end of February on Muscano Island and going to be there. I forgot it's Mardi Gras that week, the Mardi Gras weekend, uh, the dining specials, entertainment Friday and Saturday, no admission, by the way. Uh, so right now they're booking spring, summer, bachelor and bachelorette parties. And Pine Mountain Resort's still up and running up in the UP if you want to do some skiing. But get a hold of our girl, Barb, for everything. 715-938-5110. 715-938-5110. Tell her Bill Michaels 15. That's Bill Michaels 15. You know why? Because they get you 15% off as well. Bill Michaels 15. That's at the Pine Mountain and Four Seasons Island Resort. Either one. But 715-938-5110. Fifty-one ten. So, not a lot going on in the world of Aaron Rodgers. But I will say this: there is the um, the question was was asked him about you know all the rumors and reports and all that kind of stuff, you know. Um, but he said, "Look, uh, and here we go, here we go." It sounds like when he was talking about the reports that the Packers are willing to trade him, but unprompted, he said. It sounds like there's already a conversation going on or conversations going on that aren't involving me, which is interesting. Oh, boy. Is now he, he's now mad? Is he, is he mad? Ben, is he mad? Do you think Aaron's mad? I don't know. I'm, you know? I don't. It's like... Uh-oh. I know. I need a cup of coffee and an Advil before I go through these interviews. <laughs> like, I don't know. He gets asked a question, and I just from a perspective of a radio producer that has to find the relevant 30 seconds of audio, right. he talks for like six minutes about it. Right. You know? Exactly. It's, yeah. it, it's not concise enough for my liking. Right. Uh, but I don't think he's mad. I, I genuinely think from hearing him talk for a bit that he's just like he's checked out. And that's how he goes through all of it. He's playing yep. golf. He's he's where he said he was in Nashville with the Cobbs and, and the Bakhtiaris for whatever reason. Yep. I just think he's checked out and he's thinking about stuff. And then in a couple of weeks, he'll make a decision. And, and that's that. I, I don't think I he's mad about anything. Uh, it, it, I, I don't think he's mad. But I think he would be 
He's looking for, you know, uh, I don't know. I don't know. When he says stuff like that, he makes you think like, you're not involving me. How dare you? You know what I mean? Yeah, this is so when toxic. He says that. I know. Exactly. <laughs> that's exact. That's exactly the word to be used regarding all of this. Um. Yeah, that's exactly the word. Now, here we go. Adam Schefter. It sounds like there's already conversations going on that aren't involving me, which are interesting. Rogers still says that he's taking his time. But, quote, I'm not part of those conversations right now. We're going to twist it. We're going to make it sound like Aaron's just mad, mad as hell. See, you would if you're Pat McAfee, then ask the follow-up. Aaron, your team probably out there putting feelers out just in case. Should you be a part of those conversations if they're just putting out feelers? They want to ask that. I mean, what player is 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 asked that? You know, and, and by the way, if there's conversations going on, does that mean the Packers are actively calling people or people are calling the Packers? If there are conversations going on, Brian Gutekind's answering the phone. Hey, Brian here. Hey, Brian, yeah, this is the, the New York Jets. We'd like to call you about the possibility of trading Aaron Rodgers. Yeah, Aaron hasn't made a decision whether or not he's going to play yet. We really uh, are waiting to find out from him what he wants to do and, you know, maybe call back a little bit later. That's a conversation. But it, is it anything that's divisive or derogatory? Do do I have to then call Rodgers and go, Aaron, hey, you know what? The Jets just called. Holy crap. You know, they, they want, they're ready to make an offer. So, you know, I just want to let you know. Does, it do the, does he need to do that? This is a giant steaming pant load, ain't it? <laughs> Just a giant one. Oh, but it, uh, I guess for our, our, you know, our, our job, it, uh, it bodes well, I guess, but man, I mean, it's just like, come yeah, on. it's cool, but I think genuinely I would prefer Chinese water torture where they drop those droplets on your forehead forever and never stop more than I would enjoy being sat in a room and having to go through four hours of Rogers on McAfee to find three sound bites. Um, yeah, right. Generally speaking. Right. Not that I live a hard life, you know? Preaching to the mm-hmm. choir here. Yeah. No, I, hey, I'm with you, man. I'm with you. I don't, th- I, again, I, I don't look at it as they need to call Aaron right here, right now and say, somebody called. Somebody's asking for you, man. Somebody asked for you. Okay. Talk to you later. No, I, I if you are, if you are Brian Gutekinst and you, I'm sure you've had these discussions with Aaron. I'm I'm positive. You're not doing anything that Aaron doesn't know you would be doing. It's not like you you, you look at Aaron and you go, take it easy, bud. We're not going to do anything until you let us know what's going on. And then immediately you're picking up your cell phone going, hey, guys, you know, I got Aaron Rodgers here. Maybe, just maybe, we might be trading more. Let us know what you want. Click. You know, no, come on. Come on. You're not doing that either. That's why I think all this is crap. And I know I shouldn't say that because I could, you know, we could stir the pot. We could just be this big conspiracy theorist. Here you go. And we're going we're gonna to churn this thing and we're just boiling it up, you know, and we're going to spew it all over listeners and we're going to get everybody all riled up. But it's not. You, me, and the fence post. This is, this is a pile. Don't step in it.
You know, as the world turns. What if, so Schefter and Rappaport throw all this stuff out, partially I think as a way, it's a conversation on Countdown, and then they just keep the news cycle going and going so people are interested. That could have been not a shot at the Packers because I'm sure he is, you know, he's the one who's away trying to figure stuff out. I doubt he would actually think that, that they they should just stop everything. What if that was a right. shot at all those in the big media that are just never stop talking about it? That he's joking right. that oh look, I guess they're having conversations to say to tell the Schefter and Rappaport people to be quiet. Right. That could be too. I don't know. That or he could be saying something to other teams, saying hey, they're not having conversations without talking to me. I haven't made a decision yet. Don't be calling. You know I. But <laughs> go golf, go enjoy yourself. He, as you said, Ben, I think it's a good uh, term for it. He's kind of checked out. He said, he said it's not going to, you know, last a long time. You know, like I said, a month. Yeah, he did say you after know? the Super Bowl, both out of respect right. to the Chiefs and the Eagles and for himself. So probably late yep. next month. Yeah. And Merlin, I know he says you got to listen to the whole conversation. I I can't. I'm actually doing a radio show. What I'm looking at and what Ben is trying to do is listen to parts of it because we've got a show to produce and show to do. We'll listen to the whole thing later on. But I'm taking what the snippets are, and I'm watching the media, okay? Go to Twitter and just watch it. You you can just put in in TweetDeck, hashtag Rogers, and just watch it. And it just, it flies, with every little word, every little quote, every little thing that's said, every little snippet that they can take and say, here's a sentence that's huge, and the sensationalistic way it's approached. That's why, Merlin, between me, you, Ben, and everybody else listening to the program, if you if you t- take a whiff, yeah, yeah, it's blowing down wind right now. That's where we're at. It's, uh, it's just a great big pile. Don't step in it. Don't step in it. 877-867-1670. Hit us up. 877-867-1670. Love to hear from you more. The Bill Michael Show coming up next. Ready? This is The Bill Michael Show on the Wisconsin Sports Zone Radio Network. time of year when you're sitting around going man it's uh, it's frigid now this is a uh, kind of like hot hide the naughty bits time of year and if you're thinking thinking about heading to places warmer whether it's out to super bowl in arizona or maybe you want to go to an all-inclusive maybe you want to take a cruise maybe you want to go intercontinental who knows uh call our friends over at cruise planners now it's not just cruise by the way they do land and sea but cruise planners kirk and uh, they can get the best deals over there. And the best part about it is, let's say you just want to put down, you don't have really the money together right now, but you know you want to take a trip. Put down a small deposit. They can even finance trips for you. It's that awesome. They'll pack it. Say you want to bring in people from all over the country to a party or something or a wedding or a destination. They can do that too. 262 They have great deals going on right now. Cruise deals going on right now. Land tours going on right now. And they can completely package up your vacation. They specialize in all types of travel. So there's not just one thing. They do it all. 
262-344-0697. Think about warmer weather right now. That's our friends at Cruise Planners. Kirk and the staff over there, 414-344-0697. Call our friends at Cruise Planners. All right, uh, so uh, Aaron Rodgers... Aaron Rodgers, we got to at least give it to you, had this to say on the Pat McAfee show about what's going on. So how do you see this going? You you have to figure out what you want to do, and then your first call is to the Packers, and then you let them know what you're thinking, and then they said that we'll let you know what we're thinking, and then that's kind of how the whole process will unfold, you think? I think so. I mean, it sounds like there's already conversations going on that – aren't involving me, which are interesting. Um, you know, honestly, I've been insulated to a lot of that. Like I said, I was in, in Nashville, and and then I'll be up here, uh, you know, this week playing in the tournament. So uh, I'm not a part of those conversations right now. When I make up my mind one way or another, then uh, you guys and Packers, not in that order, but and everybody else will, uh, will know at some point. There you go. By the way, Ben, did he say, because I know the question was, do you still have raw land in Nashville? Or I think the insinuation was that he was building a house down there. Did you happen to catch that? Yeah, he kind of dodged it. He said, that's okay. what people are saying. That's what people are saying. Okay, that's a, that's another cryptic answer. Yeah. That's like, uh, are you vaccinated? Yes, I'm immunized. So... So, in other words, he has land in Nashville. I mean, frankly, I was listening. I kind of tuned that question out, but yeah, I'll go back and find it. Yeah. When he dodges it, you might as well go ahead and book it. It's kind of like the, is your thumb broke? It's hurt. Oh, okay. But it was broke. Yeah, he said, quote, uh, McAfee asked him, do you still have raw land or did you build a house down there? Roger said, quote, that's the rumor. And then changed the, the topic. Yeah, and then got away from that because he doesn't want people finding out that he's moved down to Nashville. He's going to the Titans. Yeah, <laughs> good God. Oh, man. Titans are a team. They could yeah, they could use him. You know, put him in there over Ryan Tannehill. and Decent defense, good fundamental team. Derrick Henry in the backfield. Yeah, you could do that. I got to find that guy from last year. In the, the, the the guy that said he built the house in Nashville? Nashville radio guy. Yeah, well, now everybody's got to apologize to the guy, right? Because Rodgers didn't, didn't say no. Whenever he doesn't give you an emphatic no, you know, then, then you, then you kind of read between the lines. Oh, I have it. There you go. Play it back. Go ahead. This is from February 2nd. Uh, nearly a year ago, February 2nd, 2022. According to multiple sources, Green Bay Packers quarterback Aaron Rodgers is building a home in Franklin. The second thing, a source tells me Rodgers would be, quote, open to joining the Titans. That's all I was told. Open to joining the Titans. And they talked to another source in which... At least some of Rodgers' current Green Bay Packer teammates think there is no way Rodgers is going back to Green Bay. Well, that proved to be wrong, didn't it? Quote, open. Open? 
I'm sure. I enjoyed that. There you go. As the world turns regarding Aaron Rodgers. Hopefully everybody's enjoying the program today. We're getting you all stirred up. Me, we're just over here fanning the poop. Just the steaming piles. Bill, we got to get you on video doing that. A source close to Aaron Rodgers tells me that he would be, quote, open to playing football again. Right? (laughs) He would be open to it. Right. Yeah. Uh, It wouldn't be, uh, you know, now maybe that guy's a year too early. Maybe Vrabel's a guy that Rodgers really likes, respects, you know. Who knows? But maybe he was just a year off. Maybe he just missed it by... Uh, we're almost, like you said, we're li- almost literally uh, a year away from the time he said that. Three, Two days away. Two days away. Ah, uh, there we go. I think the real story is, who is Rodgers going to get paired with at Pebble? Will it be James Hahn? And will they get in a shouting match? That's the story I'm looking for. That's what you're hoping for? Yes. Or looking for? Or or maybe they get along, frankly. James Hahn is somewhat the Rodgers of the PGA Tour at times. Mm-hmm. Maybe they, they end up not even getting out of the cart because they get into one of these deeply philosophical conversations about moon landings and 9-11s and they're on the book club and about, uh, you know, things that uh, are existential beyond our existence and they end up just driving uh, off somewhere over the hill and having beverages or something or drinking ayahuasca and calling it a day. So, oh, my goodness. I love it. I love it. Just another day in paradise, right? Uh, and by the way, speaking of paradise, I told you, didn't I tell you? Yes, I did. If you haven't seen it, I tweeted it out. Uh, our own uh, Channel 12 in Milwaukee WISN was on the scene, and there it is. Uh, they, they, the trek to spring training, the video of the Brewers had, sending off the 18-wheeler with all the bats, all the balls. Uh, it's not. It's a big box truck. It's not an 18-wheeler. But sending it off, there you go. It's Puxatawney Phil sticking his head out of the hole. Come rain, shine, snow, sun, whatever it happens to be, Today is one of the favorite days of the season, according to Rick Schlesinger, as they watch all that load in the truck now head down to Maryville and American Family Fields of Phoenix. Go get a picture of it. Go get a picture of it. There's the sausages. They're on their way. They're jumping in the back of the truck. There goes Bernie. He's jumping in the back of the truck. Everybody's in the truck. Uh, and the, the truck in front of it is just loaded with money. It's money not being spent, but it's money, and there's money down there, and it's driving right to Mark Atanasio's house, and they're going to dump it in his bedroom, and he's going to sleep on it. And maybe one day that'll be free agent money. Maybe one day it won't be, but it's just money, and uh, they're going to go to Phoenix. Okay, what the hell. All right, more of the Bill Michael Show coming up after this. This is the Bill Michael Show on the Wisconsin Sports Zone Radio Network. Now, here's Mike Clemens. The Green Bay Packers apparently searching for a new secondary coach. Jerry Gray is reportedly going to join the Atlanta Falcons, where he's worked with the head coach there, Arthur Smith, in the past. Gray is 60 years old, and his three-year contract with Green Bay expired at the end of the season. At times, it seemed he was at odds with defensive coordinator Joe Barry on how the cornerbacks should be covering opponents. You're playing off. 
how do you be, you know, aggressive in that situation? Well, uh, I know Coach Barry is going to be up here, and he's an architect, and he's a defensive coordinator. So I know you'll get those questions tomorrow, and he'll, he'll answer those. You know, especially schematic part. Bad news for 49ers rookie quarterback Brock Purdy. An MRI revealed he suffered a torn UCL in his throwing elbow that will likely require surgery and put him out of commission for six months until the start of training camp. Purdy said he could barely throw a ball after being hit by the Eagles' Hassan Riddick. Um, I couldn't throw anything probably over 10 yards, 5 yards. So that's why we just had some screens. Those was really our only option when I, when I went back in. I went to the sideline while they were like reviewing stuff, just asking for a ball, like this, because I knew something wasn't right. And so I just asked to see if I could throw. And even in those couple throws, I was like, man, something's not right. And then that's when they checked everything out, and I tried throwing on the sideline, and it was just extremely painful. And Marquez Valdez Scantling was praised by Chiefs head coach Andy Reid after coming up with six catches for over 116 yards and a touchdown for Kansas City in their win over the Bengals. MVS interviewed down on the field with the network after the final gun. Going to the Super Bowl, your first year here. Can you describe the feeling at all? No words can describe this, man. A lot of hard work, a lot of adversity. A lot of guys went down all week, you know, and we were able to overcome it. And this is a feeling that you can't make up. I'm so, so happy. Happy for everybody, man. Happy for Coach Reed. Happy for Patrick. Child, gutting it out, man. I can't describe it. What do you got to say to all the haters talking this week? See y'all in Arizona. <laughs> we'll have reports from Super Bowl 57 all next week in Phoenix. I'm Mike Clemens on The Bill Michaels Show. around near Pewaukee Lake, they have Granny Bingo. Granny Bingo at the Sunset Grill over on Pewaukee Lake. Uh, so uh, Esther Marie Flonaise tonight. Granny Bingo going on, 7 to 9. So stop out to the Sunset Grill. A little bit of fun to do if you're going to be out and brave the cold a little bit. And uh, go out and sit by the lake, the frozen lake, and start dreaming of days that it actually gets warmer. And then you can actually see the water again. So check out our friends at Sunset Grill Pewaukee with, uh, with Granny Bingo coming up tonight. Granny Bingo. Uh, 877-867-1670. Final segment before we have to get out of here. Uh, anything else we missed today, Ben? Um, maybe we should do the segment at the end of the day where we just say things we've missed. Hey, here's one piece of news, by the way. And th- th- I'm, I just want to give this to you because today I wore, uh, for those that are watching on the Bud Light live stream, I wore the Milwaukee Brewers pullover because the truck is pulling away. It's heading to Arizona. The boys of summer are going to be back on the field. The grass cutting smell is all of a sudden going to start to seep into our psyche. So I'm trying to make you feel warmer today. Here's a lot of, another little piece of news and note. Today, sunset at 5.01 p.m. Why is that significant? Because we will not have a sunset earlier than 5 o'clock until going to November 4th later this year. Enjoy the longer days and daylight and all that kind of stuff. So there you go. Hopefully you feel warmer. Anything else, Ben, do we miss today? I like the idea, frankly, of this segment. Uh, Where do I start? Uh, Bubba Watson came out today and said something utterly ridiculous about his son. We have another Patrick... Uh, He said, quote, my 10-year-old son was sitting in bed with me and we were watching golf on TV and he knew the aces. Everybody knew the aces and they kept winning. He knew the aces. He knew the stingers. He knew Torque GC, et cetera. And and it goes on and on. Okay. Trying to say that uh, children are um, uh, the the franchises, if you will, the teams of live golf are 
making it to the uh, 10-year-old culture, and they care about gotcha. them more than, you know, LeBron, yeah, NFL, things of that nature. <laughs> so there's that. Um, Phil Mickelson said he's back to his college weight, and he looks really frail um, compared to last time. Okay. So that's that. Uh, and then Patrick Reed cheated again and almost won. Luckily, he... Uh, yeah, so, so tell, tell me about that because uh, he got busted. He got caught. Kind of. It's a big benefit of the doubt situation, and he has kind of lost the right to have the benefit of the doubt. Right. But he hit the ball in a tree and then went to a different tree and said it went in that one and then played from the other one very clearly. Uh, kind of... He, he didn't go through enough to actually see if he was playing right. He just tried to get any advantage he could. But he lost, which is good. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, so yeah, that's that's kind of the big stuff we missed. Okay. Other than that, there you have it. Oh, and there you have it. Tyler Huntley's a pro bowler from the Ravens. Oh, really? Well, Elton Jenkins got a nod, too. Right. But Elton you know, Jenkins Elton is Jenkins, really good. He's good. We have, like, Josh Allen said he, he was too hurt to play in the Pro Bowl, so he's going to play Pebble this weekend in the Pro-Am. We ha- yeah, right. We have not. Uh, I'll say this. I don't know what this weekend's going to bring with this whole skills challenge thing. But they're making these guys do something just to say they made them do something. I've said all along, what you do is at the Super Bowl site, bring all the pro bowlers together. That way they can all be interviewed, they can all be seen, you can have a fan fest autograph session or something, but that way you're considered a, quote, pro bowler. That's it. You're a pro bowler. You've been voted in. You're not all pro. You're a pro bowler. And you get voted in by the fans and the coaches and the players and all that kind of stuff, and you show up and you maybe do some Q&As, maybe do you know some fan interactive stuff, and stop with this nonsense of I'm going to go out and what are they doing dodgeball or something like that and some I don't yeah. even know what all they're doing just just dumb stuff. I think it's now maybe be it'll funny. be fun. I think it'll be fun for the fans to watch. My I guess, but if I'm a player, why do I want to do that? You know why? I mean, I, I'm not trying to be nasty. I'd rather come and sign autographs for free or donate money to a charity and take pictures with fans and shake hands and be a part of all of that, then go play dodgeball with a bunch of other dudes that really don't want to be there either. You know? I mean, the only reason the dodgeball could get good is because some guys are there out of frustration and they don't really want to be there, so they're pissed off about it, so they start whaling balls 100 miles an hour and smacking guys in in the potatoes, you know? Other than that, why, why would I want to be there? Is there anybody looking forward to this weekend that you think to yourself, this is absolutely must-see TV? Maybe there's a curiosity because it's something different, but I, I can't fathom for the life of me. Why, if I'm, a, if, if I'm any one of these guys, after a physically grueling season, it's one thing to go play in the game and, and be a part of the game, but because the game has become so money-centric, we don't want to get anybody banged up because it's money. So do away with the game. Do something better for the fans. Just be a, a, be accessible for the fans. But they're doing dodgeball and flag football and all these other weird things, and I don't know. I don't know. 
All right, coming up tomorrow night, don't forget, we're going to be at the Foxes on 76th Street to down in Greenfield. The Bill Michaels Huddle tomorrow night, brought to you by our friends at Bud Light. Then on Friday, going to be at Stoley's Hog Alley out in Oconomowoc in Summit, right between Delafield and Oconomowoc. Come on out and hang out with us. Lunchtime on Friday from 10 a.m. to 2 p.m. Doors open up at 11. Looking forward to that as well. So until we talk again tomorrow, time for us to go have a good one. It's a beautiful mystery, my friends. A beautiful mystery. You better talk to me about it, though. Damn you. The Bill Michael Show Podcast. Listen, rate, subscribe.